genre. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 85, which begins with Gary raising his final pint at the world's end as if it's the Holy Grail, and ends with Gary being held down as he compares his final pint to Andy's perfect job and perfect house and perfect wife. Yeah. Yep. This is it. This is it. This is, this is the heaviest moment, and I think that this scene... Right here, mm-hmm. this scene is the reason why this movie isn't as fondly remembered as Hot Fuzz and mm-hmm. John of the Dead because they're fighting and they don't like it. They don't want right. to see these guys fight. They Yay. want to see them be friends till the end. Yeah. And they they don't like seeing them struggle like this. Yeah. And what's ironic is they are they are being friends to the end. I know. You know, they're being real friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At it, least it, Andy is definitely. Yeah, and it, or you know, it's it's great. You can really the 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 pain and frustration in Gary really comes out in this minute, mm-hmm. where he's like he's at a loss. He's like, it's not. I like I know like you've told me, but like I, I'm not like it's not my fault. He he thinks that's you know he doesn't he understand that that's yeah not what it's about. Like it's not my fault that you crashed that car. Right. Um. Because, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing that, that is interesting is that this whole time, this movie has been telling us that that's the reason. Mm-hmm. Because they kept bringing up the accident yes, earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even even after the accident, like, Andy's coming, even though yeah, the accident yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, like you know, oh, maybe he got in an accident. Oh, sorry, Andy. Mm-hmm. And... Him talking about when he's like, how about the time that, you know, in 1997 when I rolled my car and la 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 and you ran off. He he even brought it up. Mm -hmm. And the movie is telling us that is the thing. That is the reason why he's mad at him. This breakup happened. And then all of a sudden, Gary says, I know why you're mad at me. It's because of the crash, but that wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. And... Andy says, that's not why I'm mad at you. And then doesn't really clarify why mm. he's mad at him. Yeah. Right? Other than just like generally kind of thinking he's a fuck up, I guess. Well, I think it's what 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 do you what do you what do you feel? Did you have any thoughts about that? Well, it's not thoughts. I have the answer. Because okay. it's, it's in the script. Uh, okay. They cut it out of the movie. Uh, okay. Which I find very strange. What does it say in the script? So in the script, it says, so Gary says, Leave me alone. What do you care? Um, you know, and then he says, of course I fucking care. There's a reason I'm angry at you, you idiot. Gary says, I know why you're angry, but it's not my fault. You crashed and it's not even, it's not my fault you crashed and it's not even my fault that I ran off. That was the fucking drugs. So, Mm, wow. So so, like, he's even saying like, I like, I'm, I'm sorry. I did those things. Yeah. Like also me apologizing means nothing because I had no control over what I did. Right. Yeah. You know, he's, yes, he's not taking responsibility for Mm -hmm. it, but, and he's treating it like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Yeah. 
But there is a, a, he's a sliver of truth. He, there. He's acknowledging that there was a loss of control, right, on his part, right. And then here's where Andy okay. says something very yeah. different. Yeah, he says, "I don't care about that. It's not the point. I got better. You didn't. You let me down, man." That's why I'm angry. You were Gary King, Gary fucking King. I believed in you. I would have followed you to the fucking end, and I have. Mm. That's very interesting because that's 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 not what I would have thought originally. Right? He's mad at him because he got his shit together, and Gary never did, and he's disappointed that his best friend in the world never cleaned his act up. Yeah, yeah. Which is not. What the movie seems to be presenting anymore, because they took they stripped that context out of it. Yeah, and it and it because like I would infer, or I think I always have inferred that it was the fact that Gary abandoned Andy. Yeah, that it wasn't so much that the accident happened; it was how Gary seemed to have abandoned Andy in the aftermath mm-hmm. for him to deal with all of that himself, the betrayal. But this inclusion, but this dive, the, 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 the screenplay explicitly says that it's like frustration right. and pain that, that Gary won't stop that he's like, compromising he, himself, destroying himself. Right, because he cares about him. Yeah. And he, does, he wants him to stop because he's just like, I know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. And you're th- Gary th- King. Th- you're my hero. It's more than this. Yeah. yeah. You could be more than this. You could be more than this. And it's making me so fucking angry. Yeah. Because I know you can be more than this, mm. and you never saw it. Yeah, you never even tried. Even after all these years, yeah, you're, you know, and and I feel like it's a really powerful moment, and I don't know why they stripped this out. It is very interesting. Maybe, I guess the only the only thing that comes to my mind is that they didn't want to explicitly say, or maybe they wanted to leave leave it somewhat in the viewer's imagination because i know i never felt like it was like vague i don't remember being unsatisfied by it no but it is interesting because it does make it more defined right and more explicit more yeah and i want to say i don't i don't know maybe maybe what it does is it does it does making it that explicit weaken the metaphor like the allegory maybe of, of alcoholism like general alcoholism and, yeah. and the idea of like what being an alcoholic does to your life right yeah like does it by by specifying it does it weaken yeah. that allegory like maybe maybe it was a, maybe it was like a bit too of a of a of a appointment of a statement of, yeah. a, of a judgment maybe and that um, kind of, maybe because the movie does walk that line between not judging Gary, right, or looking down on alcoholism. It seems to be very like, no, this is what hap- this is a thing that people will have to struggle with. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's very specifically like a like a, a story about what it takes to overcome it. Yes, yeah. In terms of like, you can't do anything about what you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you can do is change what you do now. Yes, yeah. Um, and that's the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the gigantic allegory at the end of this, mm-hmm. um, with the with the world ending. It's yeah. like he did that because he's an alcoholic, right? And he can't take it back. You can't take back what you do as an alcoholic. The damage that you've done. The damage yeah. that you've done. The lives is, you've affected. It's done. Mm-hmm. It happened. You mm-hmm. can't change that. All you can do is make amends, which is different than saying you're sorry. Saying well, well, it's different than. 
trying to fix what's broken. Okay, yeah, Making yeah, yeah. amends isn't fixing what you was broke. Mm-hmm. It's more of just acknowledging that you broke it mm-hmm. and being like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. It's different. And it's, yeah. and it's and that's what the whole allegory of this movie ends up being. And I do wonder if that's why they stripped out the context yeah. is to strengthen the allegory rather than strengthen the characters. I think I think it really became like a, a scale balancing Ooh, thing. Yeah, where yeah. It's like where it's like you weaken the characters mm-hmm. to strengthen the allegory. Yeah. If the, those were reversed. If you would let the characters like strengthen the characters' point of view mm-hmm. and weaken the overall allegory, would the movie be remembered stronger from the general public as a result? Because they would understand it a little bit more. Yeah. If it wasn't implied mm-hmm. as much as like outwardly stated. Yeah. For me, the character relationship is already so rich to me and so defined. Mm-hmm. That like these two love each other and have let each other down and have hurt each other. Yeah. That maybe they were like, I think we can lose this specificity. Maybe. And still keep the emotion. Yeah. Yeah, because they also um they also let go of a of another little bit um where he says, after Gary says, then stop following me, and then like they get in another fight, and Andy goes to get one more pint and just says, like, it's just one pull. And then you've got everything you want, you know, yeah. your perfect yeah, job, yeah. your whatever. The it's just one pull is ADR uh, because they cut out two lines where he pulls him down and Gary says, what's it like to be happy, Andy? Uh. And Andy says, what are you talking about? And he's like, you've got everything you want. Your perfect job, your perfect house, your perfect wife. And what I think this moment does in my mind, is highlight Gary's depression mm, mm-hmm. before the reveal that he tried to commit suicide. Right, yeah. Kind of sets um, it up a little bit. Right, rather than it feeling like it kind of comes out of nowhere, nowhere. Yeah. In, a, in a way, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and it's meant to. It's sure. Like, it's meant to be like a shocking revelation. Yeah, and it could very be well why the cut was made. Right. Um, I think it's meant to be a... Like a like a just like a punch in the arm. It's meant, yeah. It's meant to be jarring. It's meant for you, for the audience, to be like, "Oh, this guy's like more fucked up than I thought he was." Like, yeah, it's meant yeah, to make yeah, yeah. you feel bad, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and I think building up to it mm-hmm. uh, would have taken away that punch. You know, it would have felt like, "Oh, that's it's being set up." There's a preamble to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have felt like such a punch in the arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I I don't think I dislike again. It's it's like it's just a, it ends up being a choice. Yeah, I yeah. don't think either one is weaker than the other one. It, yeah, it's just a choice. It's just a choice, and um, one leads to a slightly different concoction, right? Such as the alchemy of filmmaking, right? Right. Um. But yeah, I'm. I don't. I uh, look. I I I get that Gary is an alcoholic. I get that I shouldn't be rooting for him to drink that beer. <laughs> but man, when Andy knocks it out of his hand and it breaks. I just I'm so upset every single. He's time. so close. He looks so happy. Well, and it's not just that, but it's just a gorgeous pint a, of beer, and it just mm. went to waste. It's all on the floor now. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, that sucks. What a waste. I don't like that. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, it's a good looking pint of beer. Oh man, it's a great looking pint of beer. I wonder who pulled it because there's nobody in here. So I wonder. I wonder who it was that pulled it. Do you think it was? Uh, uh, it was. It was the highway patrol cop. 
<laughs> no, he just kicked his head off. Okay. Um, it was, uh, and that was before the hole in the wall. Um, uh, maybe it was uh, Brian. Becky Salt. Oh, maybe it was one of them. Yeah, could be. Um, I don't know. Could be. Could be. Uh, what is his name? Mark what? Brian. Heap. Mark Heap. Maybe it was Mark Heap. Yeah, I hope so. Mark Mark Heap the barkeep. Mark Heap the barkeep. <laughs> and this is a great fight. It, it's really cool that a such a fight heavy movie has condensed into the two main leads brawling it out. It really yeah. feels like the uh, the cul- the culmination. 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 Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's a little. It's a, you know, this scene. Mm-hmm. Not to pull a you from last week. <laughs> this scene has a lot in common with the final fight scene in Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Where you're not, you know, where it's you're not sure who you're supposed to be rooting for. Yeah, and you're just feeling such over the, all these two men that love each other have been driven to blows. Right. Because their 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 hatred and love of another man mm-hmm. <laughs> contradicts their love for each other. <laughs> Uh, in this case, uh, Bucky is the pint of beer. Yeah, Bucky is. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I wish Thanos had a buddy that was like Thanos. That's not how it works. He had a whole. He had a whole. Uh, Just wish for more rice. He had a whole... double the food. You fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he had a whole family, but none of them make a planet that. of food. <laughs> make a planet of food full of farmers. <laughs> Make a people who just love farming and never get tired and then die happy. What are you doing? No, daughter of the calculus. Oh, man. <laughs> World's End's got a really nice rug. Yeah, it does. I like that rug. I like that rug. Yeah. Pretty cool. But this place looks gorgeous in the daytime. Yeah. Yeah, I think this would be my favorite one. I really do. It's really cool looking. It's big too. It's really big. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a like a country house, like a country club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All it did say join our club. Yeah. So maybe there is. Maybe that is what this is. Maybe yeah. It's a country club. There's like a uh, like a cricket pitch. Yeah. Out back or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What so I maybe we wouldn't even be able to go to the world's end. Yeah, it's for the the one percent. Yeah. The uh, the NWA of Newton Haven. Right. Um. So everyone. <laughs> yeah, 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 but like before, maybe you had to be like part of the city council or something to like get, like a, you know, like kind of like a league, like a club. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um. Anyway, this is great. I love the look of the file of the lighting. I love the light coming in through the windows and everything yeah. else is like there's such great shadows. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, I love. I just I really love this minute i just think it's really emotionally powerful yeah it's great and really you know we were talking about it earlier in the show but what a gift what a, what a thing to give these two actors at the yeah. at the finale of this trilogy yeah some really great nuanced drama yeah and letting he like challenging each other not just physically which is i mean the fight scene is really really great but letting the challenging each other as act challenging challenging each other as actors what can i talk this week i don't know and being there, yeah, <laughs> bouncing off each other, in, yes, in just different dramatic ways than they've been allowed to, yeah, for the past two movies, or oh, even yeah. in, even in their careers. Is this the most grounded scene in an Edgar Wright movie up to this point? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's like where there's no, it's just a scene between two actors, right? There's 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 no meta baseline going through it. There's no style to 
meet or marks. I mean, you know, there yeah. are, but like, yeah, just really having like a scene happen. It's really exciting. I'm really, I'd be interested to see more of this as, as right matures as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. This is the most, this movie, I think feels the most like a play too. Mm. Of all of his movies, which is crazy to say because of like the kind of director he is. Where they do just let, they let, they're allowed, there's allowed to be scenes of just characters talking for right. a few pages. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the cutting, the, the editing is, is, uh, incredible, but I can picture a version of this mm-hmm. that's on stage. Where there, where the fight is like dance choreography. Right. And the, the act break, um, is after the crosshands scene. Yeah. Yeah. Curtain down. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh no. <laughs> what happens next? I guess that I guess that suggests that it would be a musical if it only has two acts, but sure, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Film clearly loves music. That's true. Um yeah. Uh anyway, it's a really it's a really great scene and uh I I look forward to uh the uh, musical hitting stage eventually. Right. Um one day. <laughs> I think of all of the all of the movies, I think this is the one that would feel the most Right? As a musical? Yeah, yeah. Scott Pilgrim notwithstanding. Yeah, I guess Scott Pilgrim. Um, Scott almost... Pilgrim is almost too much. Yeah. There's almost too much there. Like, they barely have enough time for the movie as it is. <laughs> right, yeah. For there to be, in addition to, like, the eight fight scenes, yeah. like, five or six minimum musical numbers. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, the average Sex bob <clears throat> song is only, like, a minute. Right. Like, you have, to, you have to download the soundtrack to listen to all of, like, Garbage Truck. Right. Or uh, threshold. Threshold. Almost yeah. said cell phone. <laughs> it's two syllables. Uh, yeah. And you really only get like a minute and a half of black sheep mm-hmm. before that fades out. Yeah, that's true. Um, you can make a you can make a cool like like a uh, like half a jukebox musical with this one, mm, where it's yeah. like those '90s Britpop hits yeah. mixed with some original songs. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, they sing okay. songs from the soundtrack and see if they can find like meaning in the lyrics that mm-hmm. reflect the movie. That'd be really cool. Which I think you could easily do because they literally like say lyrics. They to, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's already in the movie. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely could do That's that. Great. Um, oh man, the ballad of like Stephen watching Sam walk away. Yeah, what you do to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right, somebody needs to turn this into a musical. Yeah, not us. Not well. I don't know. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's almost like we gotta get permission. It's for almost it. like you've been training for this your whole life. Yeah, I know, right? Um. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Good we- week. Yeah, it was a good week. We'll be back next week. Uh, but in the meantime, if you're on Patreon, uh, Nick and I will have a new episode of Not Writing uh, out this weekend. Very soon. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about because we don't we don't figure it out until we're we hit record. Like Lord Miller. Yeah. Uh, uh, except we don't find it in post because I just I just export whatever we <laughs> recorded. Yeah, I don't worse. care what it's about. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that'll be out. That'll be out tomorrow when you're listening to this on our Patreon and to join our Patreon. Uh, it's duelinggenre.com slash support. You just go there and uh, check out our tiers. We have a, a dollar tier, a $3 tier, and a $5 tier. And you get little extra goodies depending on uh, which one you sign up for. So uh, check it out. See if uh, you think it's worth your, your time and money. And uh, listen to us talk about whatever it is we're going to talk about yeah. in tomorrow's episode of Not Writing. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. Appreciate everyone who does that. Definitely. Definitely keeps the lights on over here. And tomorrow, 
Uh, no, not tomorrow. Monday. Tomorrow's tomorrow's not writing. Monday we'll be back with minute eighty six. But for now, let's boo boo. Bye.